Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, we like to take a big, giant, juicy, meaty topic, and we've got a meaty one this week, and break it down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. Rod and I love change. We legit talk about it all the time, personally, professionally, all the things. And so this week, we have a bit of like a dun-dun-dun topic, don't we, Rod? This week, we want to talk about the specter of death. Doesn't that sound so scary? It's not so scary, though, we promise. It's not so scary. And maybe, Rod, I know I normally hand to you, but maybe we'll all just do a little spiel on how we got to this topic this week. Is that okay? Yes, that's good. Okay. So, remember last week? I was in, I was totally discombobulated and I couldn't, like, I just couldn't get my act together and I couldn't make decisions and I felt like nothing was crystallizing and all the things. You remember that, Rod, because you helped me through it because you're a good friend. And so on further, because again, you and I talk about change all the time, as we kept talking about this state of being as the week went on, I realized that likely I was in that state because November is a bit of a tough month for me. Um, I think I've talked on this podcast before about the fact that both my parents have passed. My mom's birthday was November the 11th. My dad's is November the 19th. And my mom actually died on November the 20th. So usually, I know, right? Stupid November. Stupid. Usually around this time of the year, uh, I have a bit of a hard time. But I forget every year. It's been four years. And I forget every year until I'm in it. And then I start, um, and then I start realizing again like that I'm in that grief mode and then again because you're a good friend we started also talking about the idea that actually death thinking about death and sort of the finite nature of being is actually a really helpful tool to help us feel more alive and more in the moment of our experiences and appreciative and all the things that we're going to unpack together today as we chat. But that's kind of where the specter of death, which again, just sounds like such a grim topic, but I actually think it's going to be quite, I don't know. I feel better since we talked about it. So that's Mm -hmm. why we wanted to talk about it today. Rod, my friend, (laughs) what do you want to add into the mix? Yeah, it's, well, I was going to say it, it feels like this could have been our Halloween topic and or the All Saints uh, Day topic. <laughs> Curses. We honor it happened our, a couple weeks too late. <laughs> yeah. But it, it you know, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's an important one to, to dive into. You know, the, the, the uh, way back in our first season's podcast, I referred a couple of times to this book called Happier right. by Tal Ben-Shahar. And, so even in that book, Happier, there's a little part that talks exactly about this topic and why it's important. So I, to give the context of, and I think it really does fit into our, our thread around change, but it's it's about understanding these states that we get into so that we don't get uh, too stuck and we we can at least interpret it as it, we see these uh, phases pass by. Um, mm-hmm. in our, our week day to day and month to month kind of lives. So the, um, you know, I mean, reflecting on last week when we were first talking about, and you were sharing, uh, your discombobulation, it's truly f- only from my own experience. I, that's, 
I was kind of asking questions around what else might be going on in the background that you're mm. not paying attention to, uh, but is is kind of adding to the the state you're in. So yeah, like November is a, uh, I I guess every year for you it's just it, the, these reminders come come out around yeah. really important things. Um, and I think a lot of people have hard things in November. Like I think I, I think November can be a hard month for a lot of people, which is the other reason that we wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Is because this time of year, let's say that this time of year, sort of between Thanksgiving and the holidays can be a, a tough time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, also with the seasons changing and the days getting shorter. Yeah. It's a whole, I don't know what is, uh, there's a term for it, but the, you know that does affect us as, as sad as, as, seasonal affected disorder. I one hundred percent legit have that. Yeah, that oh, I uh, and and you know I actually I just thought of this now. I I definitely if I over year over the years of my life I can remember there was some stuff that happened at a certain season like springtime, which is usually a happier mm. one. But every time you get us that the smells or the color in the fall, it's not the colors. It just these reminders bring you to. Um, these important things that have happened to you in life. So, in your case, we were talking about this specter of death. Yes, <laughs> which you really have to say it that way every time you say it. Like it has to be said like a cartoon villain, or else it's just not okay. <laughs> no. So that share you share the there was a there's another feeling you were saying you were having after as you were kind of going through the discombobulation and getting in a better spot but you were telling me about another kind of sense or feeling that you were you're having do you want to share that with our listeners yeah yeah i i would say and then you sent me a really great quote can i read the quote it's a bit of a long one can i read it because i think this kind of encapsulates uh how i how my feelings changed over the course of the week and of course, it's from Star Trek, where all good things, Star Trek Next Generation, which is where all good things come from. Not all good things, but like a lot of good things. And it's from one of my favorite characters on the show, Lieutenant Commander Data, obviously. So here's the quote. I want to live how, and he is, for those who don't know, it's on Netflix. You can watch it. Um, but he is an android. Like he's not a, a live person. Uh, that's probably an important piece of information as I share the quote. Mm-hmm. I want to live however briefly, knowing that my life is finite mortality gives meaning to human life peace love friendship these are precious because we know they cannot endure a butterfly that lives forever is really not a butterfly at all oh it makes me emotional even though like Mm -hmm. i've been reading it and reading it all week and it still gets to my the core of my being and i think that's what i started to feel is sort of a the preciousness like the the joy in the fact that things aren't forever Mm -hmm. and sort of the like just a strong sense of appreciation which I you know I try to practice gratitude all the time as you know but I don't know there's like a different sense of appreciation and maybe even delight in things um once as I started to come out of that darker space that was very black and white I mean I was in super black and white mode yeah. And I don't think it, it's much harder to appreciate things I, for me when I'm mm-hmm. in that kind of black and white thinking space. Yes. Oh, yeah. So definitely. There's a bunch of things I'd love to dive into that, you know, there's this 
uh, I think truth that that we understand things based on the relativeness or the appreciation of what it's like if you don't have it. So it's mm-hmm. it's you know the um, it's in Data's case uh, the android who's going to live forever. He realizes he can't truly uh, appreciate the day and in the moment and. And it's how, when we talk about having more awareness in our present moment and uh, enjoying the, the the little subtleties of nature and the subtleties of what it's just like to be us, um, that comes into greater clarity and focus when you when you can understand that it's it's not always going to be there. Uh, and and then you're right. There's there's a sadness to it, obviously, but there's. Um, uh, there's a what's the term that you use there's a beauty in it and a happiness in it and that we can enjoy that where we're you know at in any given time yeah like a sweet poignancy is how i think of it you know like yeah. there's a it's a i you know i still feel sad obviously like i you know i miss my mom i miss my dad like i you know but uh mm-hmm. At the same time, there's a sweetness around my memories of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I talked to my aunt on my mom's birthday and we shared some funny memories of my mom. And like you can do things like that, you know, that just raise up your appreciation, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then there's, you know, the. Um, and I was reading some stuff before this, but uh, so I, I think many people have. That's right, research man. We yeah. n- I need to get you a cape but, one day. You're just going to go with a big R, not just for Rod, but for oh, research right. man. <laughs> well, it's the it it often it's it's like I remember seeing this before. I just need to remind myself a few. Mm-hmm. And and I think lots of people would have had stories with, you know whatever from what they've read or t- experienced and it's um you know it's the, the the person who's confronted with their own mortality it's kind of like what would you do if that was the case if you had this mm. um you know if you fast forward to hopefully when you're a hundred and but it's like uh, the the moment where it's coming to the end of your life what would you uh focus on and think about and so often people have quick answers. And I, I say that even myself. It's like, oh, yeah, if, I, if this was the case, then this is what I would do. Like the, you, you mm-hmm. would, the true thing that you would want to, your happiness in life would be, uh, you know, I would reach out to a person I haven't talked to in a long time. Or I would, right. you know, um, go ex- experience a, whether it's travel or just doing something else. The things that are, you really have an answer to that question yet in the day-to-day life because we're just it's more about getting through the situation or just being in our situations that we are you're you're not thinking about those things you're not focusing on what's really important and so i think the the whole mor- mortality question does helps with that it really it really does i think i i think you're onto something that we, you have to you have to imagine those big things you have to get into the habit of thinking like what and that, that is a great way to prioritize what really matters mm-hmm. the the you know the idea that you just shared of fast forward to the end of your life when you look back what's going to matter most i think mm-hmm. for most of us it's relational too 
-hmm. You know, I, I want to know that I've had good relationships with the people I care deeply about. Like it's, it, there's such a, I don't know. I feel like we're just such relational beings that mm -hmm. that always shows up for me when I, when I think of those ideas that always shows up for me is the really, is my relationships with other people. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it is. Yeah. I think the, um, I was thinking of this even on sometimes we do trips to well we do trips to uh oh France, yeah which we haven't done in a while but we did this this summer and it's it's like you know you know somebody they're not really where you're wanting to visit but they're like friends and so it's like to what extent do you make the effort to go out of your way to go visit somebody they haven't seen in a long time just for a, a two-hour visit and it might cost a lot of money and you know put you off otherwise relaxing vacation yeah. and i always you know, in the families there's always this debate like oh do we really want to do that i'm really tired i just like to relax and for me it's always at the end it's it's worth that extra effort it's worth the what seems like a lot of money in the moment because that's the valuable thing that you can't replace that that's just only available to you in that moment is that relationship mm. is that connection again yeah what a beautiful way to describe it rod yeah those that's where the memory is going to be built mm -hmm. oh i love that I'm adding that into my repertoire of things <laughs> to think about that make me happy at times where maybe I'm contemplating the void too much, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think the dark side of this is like, if we are, you know, thinking about death all the time, it, you are, one is, you're contemplating the void and the void has historically always been a troubling subject mm -hmm. for us, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. As it humans, is, that, I mean, not like us, like the two of us, but like yes, for humans, yes, yes. the void is always like a, it's complicated. Yeah. So here's, here's a challenging thing. Here's a challenging thought experiment from experiment. Is that, I is love that, a test. <laughs> it, you know, in this situation, you can reflect and you go, there's actually, you know, there's the, the benefit or the, the, positive takeaway from a when you're confronted with mortality um is is this clarity of focus is this appreciation of life and all this but otherwise you wouldn't really design a situation like how do you bring this out because any uh, any kind of situation that brings this out is has the negativity of the the death that's involved and I'll, yeah it's a fancy way to say it like i, I w with remembrance day this week I was watching the way I usually do is I watch uh, war history stuff, and the, mm. I was the particular thing I was uh, get, you know watching was around um, people as they were experiencing World War Two, and as the the war was starting to happen, and the young people at the time as they were getting into it, they actually were talking about this um, this this esprit of like of life and living to the fullest. And it was in like London and during the blitz and when it was, you know, terrible stuff happening all the time, but actually lots of people that's, they were describing it as this never have lived with greater clarity and f fullness in their life other than that, that moment. So, but nobody would ever, you know, it's this, this 
terrible paradox of, you know, these terrible situations. That's an extreme. Terrible situation brings out this thing that we're talking about. And the same for a personal life. Like you, it's these negative, terrible moments that don't otherwise bring out this this awareness of mortality. So the question is, how could you bring this into your, uh, I don't know, daily meditations without otherwise needing the negative without the side horror of, of war yeah. or death or, or yeah. you know that the, the specter again of both of yeah. those things oh that's such a big question that's such a big question i i don't know and i oh, oh my brain is scrambled yes. i love a thought experiment <laughs> when it when it does this to my head you know part of me like i don't want to I guess as I respond, like as I as I think about that, I don't want to live my life thinking, well, what if it was all gone tomorrow? Like, I don't yeah. think that's the answer because like I don't that to me puts me in a state of fear. So how do I how do I turn that into a thing that is a, a positive experience of it without it clouding, like, you know, bringing more of that black and white thinking, that sort of fear-based thinking into my head. Mm -hmm. What are your ideas around it? Mm. Yeah, that's a good, I, 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 I wonder if, well, one is today we might not have a, a sometimes we have brilliant, clear suggestions <laughs> and answers for people. And, and today might be a day where we don't, but you know the, um, I do think like the the meditation in the m moment, and I've d I, as I think about it, I I have done this is that, it's when you're in a, any given moment, it could be like walking down the street and just appreciating the, the, the nature around you, or mm. sometimes it's happened where, whether it's work or personal situation, like what I was saying is like you're seeing a friend, that you you know, friend from years ago, but you're get able to catch up and just the reflection to realize, you know, this might be just a, the one moment. You don't know when the next time this would occur again. Just appreciate it. Take it in. Yeah. So uh, maybe it is the, maybe it, maybe it really goes back to the, all the times we've talked about the importance of being in the moment and it's easier. Like that's one of those things that the words are so easy and the experience is so, much more challenging but it's so it is so rewarding my cat charlie likes to sleep by my head at night he actually <laughs> sleeps on a pillow beside me don't judge and um and uh, or like snuggled up to a pillow right beside me mm -hmm. and so in the morning it's really sweet like I, I wake up and he's there and i like put my face in his fur and it's so delicious and half the time i'm thinking about okay, my first meeting is this, and then I, I got to get ready for that. And I have this many minutes for these things. And I'm like going through this, like crazy to do list in my head, rather than really just enjoying that moment. And I'll ca mm -hmm. I've, I've been trying to catch myself the last couple of weeks, especially as I've been in the like, whoop, whoop, whoop land where my brain hasn't necessarily mm -hmm. been cooperating with the rest of me. And I have found that that is really, really helpful. And so maybe it is those like, tiny small things it's not big things it's the tiny small things that mm -hmm. can bring us that for me or right now bringing me that certainly right now bringing me yeah. that deepest sense of appreciation yeah um and you i think know. you would you say you were kind of going this way too is that the stresses that 
we have in our lives for many of us, they're not life and death stresses. stresses. And so totally. that's, it's, so putting it in that context of like, hey, you know, yeah, whatever, this is important in the moment, you know, this is causing me angst, but it's in the bigger picture, it's not uh, life and death. Yeah, well, and like death, whether I worry about those things or not, they're going to happen. And so uh, how do I get better at allowing those, th like just trusting those things are going to happen whether I, whether I worry or no. And so that mm. probably means I have some choice around whether or not I worry and what I can, you know, what I'm doing in the moment to be less worried or anxious or black and white or whatever, however it's manifesting and just really... Mm -hmm. be hanging out with charlie who is a juicy ginger and he's delicious mm -hmm. and i really you know when i appreciate that everything clears up mm -hmm. everything like it just i just i feel so good in that moment you know yeah. when i'm out of my head and into that physical experience of him you know yeah yeah totally and that i mm. i think maybe also you know it's worthwhile every once in a while to ask yourself the question if i you know if, if uh whatever it is that you're doing are there things that you're putting off just because for no other reason than it seems like a like an impossibility or a hassle to to seek what you you think you'd like to be doing with your time with yeah. your life with the people that you're hanging out with with and um and ask yourself that question like would you do if you know it's it's like i i suffer from this i'm the weekends i don't get out i'm lazy i'm happy just to stay in and do nothing but and then someone says well do you want to meet up and it's like oh i don't know if i want to go <laughs> i know <laughs> but i don't want to leave my house <laughs> yeah that or, or even the like, oh, I've always kind of wanted to travel somewhere or, or, you know, the type of if someone asks you, what do you what if you could choose what you'd want to do with your life? What would it be? And if you have an answer that's like completely different than what you're actually doing, like pay attention to those things. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not suggesting, you know, selling everything that you have to, uh, <laughs> to make some radical shift in. But is to just be aware of kind of what really matters and what what you might be just doing because you've fallen into you know life the the randomness of life has led us to where we are and that we're just doing that just because that's yeah what, yeah and those are the i think there's probably like a big things bucket and a small things bucket you know like what are the small things that i can be doing right now that get me more maybe aligned is the word or, you know, whatever the right word yeah. is, but more sort of in tune with that part of me of like real me, happy yeah. me, content me. Uh, maybe there are small things as well. And then, you know, you can plan, one can plan more for the bigger things too. Yeah. If you're not in the job you love or you're not in the relationship you love or, you know, you want different friendships or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I think I am, like, I think, as we always say at the beginning of the podcast, I think I'm a bite-sized chunks girl. You yeah. know, I, d I don't think I'm a, I don't think, 
oh, for me, me personally. Like I like I have to do everything. Like my commitment to myself coming out of one of my commitments to myself coming out of the pandemic. I was a terrible, like I was a raging plans canceler um pre-pandemic. Like I oh, was tell terrible. Us more. What? For can- oh my god, I was terrible for canceling plans. Like terrible. I what I do you read mean? I saw a We'd be like, hey listen, once. we're gonna meet up for coffee and you last minute you had cancel. Was that it? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little oh bit. Gosh. Maybe not as bad as that. No, because I would just get so stressed out. I would get so anxious leading up to it. And I would like I would have so much anxiety about doing it. And so or also feel tired. So it would be one of those two things. Either I would feel way too exhausted or way too anxious. And um, and so my, my personal commitment to myself coming out of the pandemic is to do that less. And to, yeah. you know, like to really make sure I stick with the commitments that if I'm, if I say yes to something, I stick with it. I read a cartoon once that was awesome for, it was something like, it went something like this. Uh, for an introvert, canceling plans is like taking a hit of heroin. Like it's just this feeling of, oh my God, thank God I don't have to leave my house. Thank God I get it. And, and I think I used to experience it that way, but I think that's a psychological mindset. Yeah. And I think that I think I'm selling my I think in the past I've sold myself short when I've done that. And so I really mm-hmm. want to get out of it. And that is one of my I don't want to look back at my life and think that I haven't made the connections with people that to the people who with the people who really matter to me the yeah. most, you know, yeah. um, and that's one of my specter of death things is just the feeling of how do I how do I make sure I I keep the commitments that I've made to people, stay connected with the people I care about and not listen to those voices in my head. Cause it's usually the committee. It's the like mean evil committee that says, well, what are you going to talk yeah, about? Yeah. What if you're ready to leave and the other person wants to stay for another three hours? You know, what if, <laughs> did I, all the things that would go through my head, all the like stories I would tell myself, it's always the committee that's so evil, but I'm, I really am trying to change that right now. And I think I, and I think that's an, for me, that's an important part of balancing out the specter of death because the specter of death convinces me that I'm alone and right. There's such a dark side to it. Yeah. And so I'm trying to focus on the light side of it, you know? Yeah. 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 Hmm. But we'll see. Maybe this is like, like you said, maybe this is a bit of a, 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 an ongoing thought experiment for us. Yeah. As we head into the darkness of winter and uh, and and before we turn around on December 21, which is my favorite day of the year. Is it? Um, Why is that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love, love, love the winter solstice because it's where everything turns around and light light yeah. starts to win again. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I love I think that day. I, I'm going to make this is I think English people like the winter solstice and hate secretly the summer solstice for that reason i think you might be right and it's an also because i think we're all druids like i think yeah, <laughs> like our yeah, ancestry yeah. goes back to druids in some yeah. way you know yeah so so total uh. tangent is that i i read a book i can't remember the guy's i think the author's name was Ruther, rutherford or something anyways he this one author he writes these big long history books and tells the story of like people of the same family like descendants of the same people but from like prehistoric times to whatever all the way up to the present and i read this one on england and 
it, in it, it described like at some point there was worshippers of the moon and worshippers of the sun, and they were t- very two distinct. Oh yeah, you know, religions in a way, and the one of the I think the one of the sun won out in like whatever battle. So that, but but still, loads of people worship them. Or, you know, have that. I don't know. It's the thing that gets carried down in the unwritten ways, but. Um, well, that just sounds like epigenetics to me, which is like, we don't have enough time to dive into it. But the that? thought that, oh, we'll do it on another. It's so cool. It's the idea that we inherit not just sort of eye color, hair color and all that, but um, the sort of themes and behaviors and even like broad spectrum illnesses, loves for the same things over um, over the like the, it's looking at a people's rather than just looking at individuals and what they inherit. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's fascinating. The science oh, nerd yeah. in me is excited. I love okay. it. This is such a cool thing to end on. I think you know, yeah. like that. And I, I will say, and in closing, um, if you are out there and struggling right now, if this is a tough time of year for you, talk to somebody. Don't try and go it alone because it is hard and that black and white thinking creeps in and it's insidious and it can take a hold and just talk to someone you love and who loves you and uh, make sure you're looking after yourself because we've been a little bit lighthearted about this topic uh, mm-hmm. this week and, you know, used our evil uh, villain voice when we say specter of death. But when you're in the thick of it, it doesn't feel lighthearted and it doesn't feel easy. So make sure you're looking after yourself. Get outside for walks if you can and snuggle your version of Charlie, whatever it looks like, mm-hmm. whoever it is. Snuggle your Charlie. I'm going to get a T-shirt that says that. Maybe that's weird. I don't know, but I might. <laughs> it could happen or buttons or something. I don't know. It could happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll get one of those T-shirts for sure. Uh, all right well so i think our thought experiment continues on this one i feel like we're not done yes (laughs) thanks though rod it's been so good to talk to you about this it's good to have a friend uh yes to dig into this deep stuff with i appreciate you yeah i appreciate you too thanks leslie thanks rod bye everybody bye